Well, the political race has truly begun. National and Labour held their first election campaign launch speeches over the weekend. It involved pledge cards, guarantees, new policies and a whole lot of disruption. So with us now, ZB's uh, political editor, Jason Wars. Morning, Jason. Good morning. What was the atmosphere like this weekend? Sounds a bit hectic. It was hectic. I mean, Freedom New Zealand were pretty much everywhere you can find. That's um, Brian Tamaki's mob. Um, they were outside, they were inside, they were everywhere in between. I will say... Though, uh, although they were able to infiltrate um, Labour's um, campaign launch, they weren't so successful with nationals. Um, there was nobody that stood up and interrupted Chris Luxon during his speech. But it did have a very chaotic vibe the whole weekend because of the disruptions. Yeah, I mean, the Nats launch looked a bit high energy and high gloss, and I did hear Luxon saying they worked hard on security and registration, so that may have um, kept, kept, kept the rebels sort of rousers out. Was there anything that surprised you about how the leaders campaigned? Well, I think that, you, I mean, we were all wondering what would happen to National's enormous war chest. I mean, they've raised millions and millions of dollars um, to be able to fight this campaign. And yesterday we found out where a lot of it had went. It went into a glitzy campaign event with a Hollywood-style video to introduce Chris Luxon. And it was very, um, it's, it, it, they seemingly taken the page out of the Republicans' books in America. It was a, almost like a convention. There was almost sounded like boxes entering the ring when they were introducing M- MPs. It was quite the event and uh, very high energy. I mean, there were some comments about some of their supporters weren't giving the feedback that some other reporters thought they would, but I thought that they actually gave it back pretty well and the, um, the party was in good spirits. Um, and on the other side as well, I mean, Labour, yes, they were pretty happy to be there, but it, I think the, nas- the national camp just had a different buzz. Yeah. The talk over the weekend on the Nats tax policy and the foreign buyer tax and regards our international treaties, our free trade agreements being potentially at risk, National says that's not an issue. Right. And so this is something that's going to be always was going to be biting national after they released its campaign policy of uh, their tax policy. One of the reasons that I understand they didn't release a new policy over the weekend is because they wanted this tax policy to marinate a little bit. They wanted it to have the headlines for a few more days before muddying the waters with another policy. But that does come with a risk. If it's completely flawless and there are no issues, then that's great. Everybody's talking about what a good plan it is. However, we've really crossed over to the point where people are poking holes in it. Um, and this issue about the foreign, um, the foreign buyers tax is really beginning to rear its head. And Luxon and his de- um, deputy, Nicola Willis, are going to have to be and have been answering many questions about that one. What about the free dental um, for Labour for under 30s by 2026? A good policy play or do we, you know, think 2026? Bit far out. Well, it's it's sort of um, Labour's new um, modus operandi is to announce things that w- won't actually come into effect for a number of years. I mean, by 2026, for all under 30s, that is basically if they are re-elected, that's the end of their third term, which they'd be looking for. You think if they are re-elected, the end of a third term is um, it's a quite a hard ask for voters to be gearing up to vote for them for a fourth term. But it, yet, yet again, this is another example of them pushing something out. And it's a good, I mean, who's going to say no to free dental, right? This has been talked about for years. 
but it's just when it comes into effect, we'll have a lot of people scratching their heads. Yeah, never going to happen. I'm prepared to put that out there. Uh, do you <laughs> think this election will be particularly prone to heckling and things? I mean, it seems like people are more fired up this time, just a bit more angsty, right? Yeah, well, there's so much more to play for this time. I mean, the last election, it was probably, it was finished before it even started. We knew where it was going to go. The question isn't, wasn't if Labour would be re-elected, but how many MPs they would get. This time, it's a bit different. There is definitely a lot more to play for. Um, and the um, the protesters have shown that they're willing and able to protest events. And it's just a question about security at this stage. And I guess a question for um, the media, that myself included, about how much emphasis we actually put on the protesters and when it actually gets boring, when, when it becomes not as newsworthy anymore. Yeah, very good point, actually, Jason. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you being with us, Jason Walls, News Talk ZB political editor. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.